Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I am joined by my wonderful friend, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Anna Abul-Faraj. Welcome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yay. Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about sort of like your background, like your, your professional background before you became an Access Consciousness Facilitator. Um, I'm going to start by saying it's like my professional background is I studied law, mm. but it's like I'm Saudi. If anyone of you knows Saudi, it's a, a country in the Middle East. That was one of the strict, uh, the strict, the, one of the strict countries in the Middle East. So yeah. religion and it's like the, the gender equality wasn't that part of it. Yeah. So that's why I chose to study law. And then it's like in my master's, I did human rights, gender law. Yeah. So I always imagined it's like have people having their rights, especially social equality. Wow. When it comes cool. to men and women, it's like, and the role of them. Yeah. So I studied that and I worked in university. So like in a way to teach people their rights and teach women specifically about their rights. And it's like about their, their, their right to be human and right. their place in the world. Yes. That's beautiful. And you actually spent some time in the United States, right? Exactly. Can you say uh, more about that and what your experience was and what, where you went? What did you do when you came here? Um, as anyone in this planet, uh, planet is like the U.S. shows and TV and, and media just bring us in another place. So like I learned equality from watching movies. Mm. And like and seeing people with the movement and everything started from the state. So like I was like living the American dream um, from the TV. So yeah. like I, I chose to go there because I was like, okay, this is the place that is gonna respect me as a human being. So mm. I went uh, at the beginning. It's like my family refused. It's like the idea of a woman alone without a guardian, without a husband to travel to go there. Yeah, I just. Back then, I didn't know that I was asking questions, but I what asked. Year was this? Well, well, what year was that? What year did you come to the States? 2009. 2009. Okay, cool. Did you come to university here? You just came to work or what? I came for my master's. Then I worked in the United Nations in a human rights uh, sector. Wow. In the United States, you did that? In the United long. States, Washington, D.C. Wow. Wow. And then what school did you go to for your master's? Uh, I went to Washington College of Law. Uh, in American University. I chose that university as a story because it was the first university in the States that yeah. accept women to study law. So about, women oh, established that. Wow. Yes. That's fantastic. That's so brilliant. What a great idea. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. So here, here we are today. It's uh, 2022. So that you've been working in universities as a law professor and teaching about human rights and women's rights and equality. And, you know, you know, we're still, we're still fighting for those sorts of things in our country as well today. Now we're actually fighting for medical rights, right? The rights to do, um, 
you know, to be in choice of what you want to do to your body from a medical standpoint. So, but that's another conversation for another day. We're not going to do that. But uh, just recently we've had Global Bars Day. You know, a lot of you may know I've been an access conscious facilitator for 10 years and, uh, and I met, when did we meet? What year was that? Like 2017, maybe? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we met at a, at a Access Consciousness seven-day event in South Africa, and I remember you coming up to me, and you just had all this sort of, um, you were just full of life and possibility, and I really didn't think anything of it, because I didn't, like, you told me you were from Saudi, but I felt like you were from the western part of the world, and it really wasn't until you invited me to come to your country where it, like, really hit me. Um, I'm like, wow, and so for you to one of the things that impressed me about you the most amongst a lot of different things, but the one thing that stands out was for you to come to the United States, take this really bizarre modality called access consciousness. <laughs> you know, women weren't even allowed to drive when you, in 2017, right? I mean, my goodness, but you still chose to come here and study the, the tools of access consciousness. And I'm like, that takes balls. I mean, that's no like, you know, that just takes big balls. And not a lot of people would do that. So it wasn't until I came to your country where I saw what it was like. And, and at that time, I think women, I think six months prior to my arrival, I think women were starting to be allowed to drive exactly. automobiles. And I'm like trying to wrap my head around this. You know what I mean? Because really as Americans, the only thing that we get to see about the Middle East is, is the bullshit that you see on TV unfortunately. And it's usually never of, of anything great. It's always just bullshit, religious zealots, and all the crap you might see in movies. And it's always like a terrorist or something like that, right? That wasn't my experience when I came there. My experience was like this huge level of generosity of spirit. I remember just random people that you didn't even know in the streets, men would see me from across the street and they would put their hands on their heart, like over their heart like this and be like, welcome. And I'm like, did he just really, I'm like, and then we went to a cafe, they invited us in and they gave us, and then they played music for us and they gave us free coffee and tea. And they're like, let the Western world know that all the stuff you see on TV, that's, that's not all of what it is. It's just a small little part. We're also this, and it was just so beautiful. So, and I've been to Saudi twice, the first time in Jeddah and the second time in Riyadh. And so it's been a gift. And at the same time, you invited me into this world of like, wow, like, whoa, like the, the restrictions and the points of views and what you can and can't do. And, and I really, you take it for granted when you live in the United States. And so for you to, to become an access consciousness facilitator and to bring this work to your country, that's no small feat at all. I mean, that takes a lot of courage uh, and power and potency, and you have that. And so I just want to acknowledge that. And so talk about like where you were at your life, you know, so here you are, you're a professor, you're, you're doing your thing in your country. Like what made you even want to investigate access consciousness? How'd you even hear about it? Um, thank you for mentioning those nice, nice things that you uh, perceived and you, you were aware of in Saudi. Mostly before I went to the States, I know these the cultural things that now I appreciate. I didn't appreciate those before I come to access consciousness. 
because everything was inside of my eyes. I see people and women around me and they have their right, they don't have a right to just to drive a car or to travel or to marry someone they love. There is like, if the first, the first work, um, the, the, fir the first time I worked as a lawyer, my father signed the paper for me. He has like permission for me to drive. My wow. father, and then my father, father passed away. After that, it's like, I remember my sister, um, um, one, like they had to operate on her and my father was dead and my mother, they didn't accept my mother's signature. Wow. Unbelievable. They said it's like, it has to be male. And then my, my brother came, but my mother was a madness to it. So it's like, I'm in a family that I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for my mom because it's like, I learned independency since I was young from her. And yeah. she, she was fighting all of that. So I said, yeah. it's like, I, had, I have to have a voice here or to change something. Yeah. And you know, it's like when I studied law, I was the first, like I was from the first people who graduated with a law degree in Saudi. I started, wow. with, yeah, it was 2005. When I well, started- let me ask you, Before you go on, let me ask you a quick question. If you had no brothers, then what? Then your uncle. The first your relative, uncle. relative, your uncle or your, and it has to be from the father's side, not the mother's side. Yeah, so what if there were no uncles, though? What if there were no uncles? What if there you were all to, to go to the judge? <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, that's crazy. Okay, all right, sorry. Okay, so um, anyway, go on, go on. <laughs> Just so, trying to wrap my head around this. Hopefully, those of you that are in the Western part of the world, be grateful for the way things are, okay? And stop taking your life um, for granted. The way I did in other stuff that Anthony just uh, mentioned, and he was, he was grateful for. And just to give you a note, everything, if you're hearing us, everything changed after Axis entered the country. Wow. Same so more. Yes. So it's like the, the hospital admission, the work admission, choosing to study, choosing to, to drive, to travel, everything. So now it's like there's equal rights. Wow. That's wonderful. And this is just came. That's amazing. Going through all of that, it's like, um, I'm a woman. It's like, I always knew that I had a brain and I'm smarter like everyone around me. I was like a stubborn a bit, but it's like, I knew it's like, if I chose something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So coming back from the state and I learned a lot from that culture. I learned how to be a human. I learned a lot. I know it's like a lot of people, it's like they judge whatever is there, but it's like I learned the respect in the States. And, wow. to, um, and um, now in Axis, we say allowance, but before that it was acceptance. I like that in the, spa in the States because mm. they were accepting me from a Saudi woman to be an international class and, yeah. and my English is not that right. And it's like they were open hands for me everywhere even it's like when, when I went for the UN but it's like there was the judgment side it's like whenever it's like we spoke about um, um, uh, 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 domestic violence law now we had it that then it's like we didn't have any rights for women so like I was like I'm here to change it yeah oh my god I'm just being, I'm grateful that I'm here and yeah. I'm going to my country to change it wow so I, I came back yeah. and everything was nice and good and I had like my family are not the 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 most of the families you see in the in the 
in the in the area and stuff, but it's like it wasn't happy. I was um, holding all of the suffering from the people, like a woman that couldn't divorce. They couldn't have a divorce. So a, a person that couldn't travel to to continue her education. A, a woman that could didn't um, uh, didn't work because her husband didn't allow her to go. So like I was holding all of that pain and suffering. And then it's like, wow. I learned who does this belong to? Because I yeah. told this guy and be the healer. I'm going to change all of that. It didn't, and I, I, like, I was in fight with everyone around me. Men hated me back then. Because whenever I see a person, it's like, I just want to, he's the reason that I'm doing <laughs> yeah. that. Wow. Once I remember, it's like, my brother is like, um, he, he just came with me to the state so like I, I rent my apartment and to help me and I was fighting for uh, with him and he told me I don't know why you're fighting with me I didn't know back then right. but I was fighting that it's like he's here with me and yeah. I didn't see the help wow so basically anybody with a penis you were fighting against exactly <laughs> gotcha. exactly when the tools of access came I, I found it online it's funny like, like what were you looking up though you go what were you googling like what was like what we like what was going on in your mind when you went to the computer i was like okay now i have everything and i used to i was i was reading a laws of attraction so okay universe whomever god is there i'm just yeah. i want something that i can be with like a, something that i can feel i feel it yeah. or be it. at that time i didn't know what is being i was like i want to feel something i want to be happy I yeah. accomplished a lot of things that I, would, I was asking for, but there is no happiness. There is no ease or peace with all of that. And that's was, very interesting because you had a lot of goals, right? You had a lot of goals that you set for yourself and you achieved them and you got them and you still found yourself very unsatisfied. Unsatisfied, zero. Gotcha, wow, zero, that's huge. After zero. all those accomplishments, you had zero satisfaction. That's crazy, wow, okay, so go on. So. So you go online, you, uh, you learned about the law of attraction. You started just basically calling out to God or the universe, whatever. Be like, something's got to change. Yeah. Okay. And then one person just told me, and it's like, I was like, okay, universe, you, this is going to show up. So one person told me about the person that I called and she just ran, ran, went clearing. She, she, she didn't live in, in Saudi. She was living in Lebanon. And I was writing right wrong with whatever i got from her uh-huh and then from a youtube video to youtube video i couldn't stop watching gary and dane wow. they spoke to everything i know in my life so gary yeah. and dane for those of you who don't know gary douglas is the founder of access consciousness um and, and and these tools have been around for about 30 years gary douglas is the one who sort of discovered it he kind of went about his way for 10 years and then dr dane here uh, who is the co-creator of Access Consciousness, he kind of came on and he and Gary kind of create formed this like amazing creationship where Access Consciousness has exponentialized uh, in, you know, from, from that point on to like to 175, 176 different countries. So, so you're watching Dane and Gary's videos and you just, and these were all, this is all free content that's available for people on YouTube. Yes, and back then, it's like in 2016, they didn't have a lot of um, so resources online. Right. So it's like, I, 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 I had to like search deeper and deeper. And yeah. then I came across Being You. Uh, Being You, Changing the World, which is a book that was written by Dr. Dane here. Oh. And there's also classes called uh, Being You, Changing the World. Yep. 
So I called whatever the access consciousness and I told them, it's like, I want to see those guys, Gary and Dave. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I saw that they had a class in Washington, D.C. And back then, it's like my sister used to live in, that, in, in Washington. So they told me, it's like, you got to, to study bars and foundation. I didn't know what is bars and foundation. Huh. And I was like, okay, let me go. Again, in the bars is the, pretty much the first class you take. And it deals with these uh, 32 points on your head that carry the electromagnetic components of all your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and considerations in the areas of money, healing, sadness, joy, body, image, sexuality, you name it. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, so that's where you start. It's wonderful, wonderful therapy. You can learn about it at um, www.accessconscious.com. There are facilitators all over the entire planet. Uh, go get your bars ran because it could save your life. <laughs> that's best case scenario, save somebody's life because it has, it saved Dr. Dane here's life. He was suicidal and that's how he got involved. It and, saved my uh, country. Save your country. We're going to get to that in a second. But yeah, um, yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. And then, you know, and then the worst case scenario, you just feel really, really relaxed. And it's just a great way to defrag the brain. So, all right. So you learned about the bars and uh, the being you class. Is that what it was? Did I lose you? You learned about the bars in the being you class. Yes. And then it's like, I was looking, it's like, where's the classes? So like I see Gary and choice of possibility. So right. I took them back to back. And like in one week, I took that Boris class. And then the second class of access consciousness, he called the foundation for four days. And yeah. then it's like, I went to choice of possibility. And wow. from being from another culture, totally different culture i'm not saying about it's like yes i'm, I'm coming from a, a different culture than and i studied in the states but it's like whatever it is to in those classes it spoke to me the being yeah the person that i was i, I always dreamt like when i was young i was like there is i thought there is a there is it has to be a formula or catalog for a person and then it's like in the foundation i said oh Here's the catalog I was looking for since I was young. Wow, that's amazing. So, so you started you started taking these classes. They started changing your life. Um, you went on to become a facilitator, a bars facilitator, and I um, access consciousness certified facilitator. Do you have any other certifications in access? RDD. I'm a I'm a relationship done different. Relationship done different. That those are some great classes right there. And what else? Anything else? So far, one day, one day body class, one day body class. Awesome. So, yeah, you can take some of these amazing uh, body classes that um, um, Gary Douglas and, and Dr. Dane here created over the last 30 years. They're just quite magical. So share with us sort of like what were your tools? What do you remember, like in the, your your journey in the beginning about what were like the tools? What what tools could you share with the audience? that you actually used, where you actually started to perceive the shift and where all those voids that you had that could not get filled by becoming a lawyer, by being a teacher, by getting women's rights, by fighting against the establishment, none of that filled any of your voids. So what tools did you start using along the way that actually started to give you more of you 
so much so that you actually decided to leave being a professor to be a full-time access consciousness facilitator. So what were the tools that you used and when did that switch occur for you to leave your profession to be a full-time access consciousness person? So the first thing is like, I remember is like when I went to these, these classes, it's like so a tool that I just mentioned, who does this belongs to mm. in the bars? Yeah. So who does this belongs to is like, I came from a, a place that there is no social equality. On. And I felt, as I told you, it's like I was carrying behind my back all of the women, like a woman suffering behind my back. So I started, okay, who does this belongs to? And I found out it's like all of, um, I used to have a bit of panic attacks, but it's not much. But it's like whenever the idea of the justice comes to my mind, I just ask who does this belongs to? And that gave me like a clear vision. Yeah about the situation that we are. Wow. So you realize that, that, that the anxiety, the rage, the anger, that none of it was really yours. Exactly. And that here's the place where it's stopping me from being me or being happy. Wow, because you're too busy fighting. Exactly. You're too busy fighting everybody else's battle. Exactly. And, and fighting it, everybody else's thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you were tuning into like, a, like the radio in your car. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So and there was no room for you to be you. There is no room for me to be me. And wow. it's like, I thought it's like my job to solve all of that. And then it's like, I learned interesting point of view. Mm, big burden. So what, what uh, Anna is talking about is uh, in access, the, the 10 keys to freedom. And one of them is to live in and as the question. And so one of the first questions that she learned was, for every thought, feeling, and emotion she would have, like in her case, it would be anxiety and anger, rage, fear, and hate were kind of like the dominant emotions that were keeping her from being you or keeping you from being, right? Um, to ask, who does this belong to? And you started realizing it was everybody else's universes that you were tapped into, which is, that, that could change the face of mental illness and anxiety disorders, insomnia on the planet if people just had that one tool, plus the bars. Okay, so you got there and then interesting point of view, I have this point of view, which is very, very, very interesting being that here you are fighting for women's rights and now you have to live an interesting point of view. Say more about that. Interesting point of view, cause it's like there's the two sides that um, I wanna create and stuff. And there's this, the things that I thought it's my goal, it was, it, they were holding me. Mm. And I learned this, like, I knew that if I demand something, it's going to change it. And you if I like, hated problems, I'm going to change more of it. So like, you felt, what, did you say like your goals were holding you? They were like imprisoning you or your <laughs> point of view or both? My point of view and my goals. Ah, it was like a prison. It was, yeah. Because the way I would, like, I, I was taught, it's my movement by oh. raising your voice, by fighting the other party right, or the government, whatever, that's the way we're going to take our rights. So it's, it was holding me of being me. Right. So the possibilities of me and anything around me, it wasn't on the surface. Wow. Amazing. So I was interesting. Point. It started to be interesting point of view for everything. And wow. now it's like, if you want to use the tool, it's like um, um, the, the, the system, the health system around the world is like, if you want to change it, it's being interesting point of view. It's the place we can create more. 
not so much the fight. Not too much to fight or to resist. Interesting. Wow. Could you imagine if <laughs> all the political figures and the doctors and the scientists can all get together and uh, function from this, this standpoint? It makes you almost wonder because I know they're not stupid people, but it makes you almost wonder if there isn't an underlying agenda that they're not going to ever, ever admit because it's like part of being a scientist or, or, or a thing like a... Um, an intellectual, a forward thinker, going to these universities where people are brilliant and, and to have critical thinking. And for some reason right now in this time period, it's like critical thinking has been wiped out. It's like nobody can ask questions anymore. Nobody can think for themselves. Scientists aren't coming together. Instead, they're dividing in half. You got the ones over here that are aligning and agreeing with the narrative. And you got the ones over here that are like, beware this is not science we're being duped right and then so you got the common person being like what the heck do we do what do we choose right so so this is really brilliant what would the take that take for us to actually have that amongst all those different communities i wonder how much our world would be and look differently on many many levels right now i mean this is brilliant what you're what what you're doing and what you're saying and and it's very like i said i go back to the whole brave thing because to do what you're doing, it's easier to do it here in the United States. Do you get what I'm saying? To do it, what you're doing, where you're from, that's a lot of courage. So, so go on. So you're using these tools. Who does it belong to? Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. You're realizing that it doesn't have to be about fighting, but it could be about being in the question of what else is actually possible to create something greater where everybody wins. Exactly. And um, as you said, it's like those two parties, how it's like we let them roll by aligning or resisting one of them. So they uh, become solid. In yeah. a way of them just like to melt down and for the change to begin, we just be interesting for interesting point of view and we ask questions and we demand the change. Right. And that's what I was functioning from. Mm. I was always like, I remind myself and I have a paper that a sticky note, there's two P's in it. A P, the first one is the problem. The other P is a possibility. I can't choose both. I, I had to I choose that. I love that. That's a meme. You got to make a graphic. So which P do you want? Which P of the PP do you want? With the PP. <laughs> so there's your problem. I love that. That's awesome. Or a problem. And what else is possible every day? And it's like yeah. not, not buying the problem or not buying the suffering, the change started to come. Beautiful. And wow. The change started to come like step by step. And it's like, um, I remember it's like, there is a chapter in Dane's, um, uh, Dane's here book, Dr. Dane, he's a book, um, uh, Being You, Changing the World. It's like a leader, the one who goes and he doesn't require followers. Right. So always that I kept that whenever I was moving. It's like, I'm just going to be a leader. I always wanted to be someone who matters. Yeah. And then I'm going to matter in my life. Yeah. So I didn't require followers. I didn't require anyone. It's right. like I'm a human. It's like in, 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 in times, I was like, okay, I'm just doing this. And, and I don't know. It's like someone is going to hear me. And, and then it's like, I go back. These mm -hmm. tools of access consciousness, I always call them as like, as you brush your teeth, you don't brush your teeth once. 
you brush your teeth two or th three times a day yeah. and then every day yeah so the tool is the same it's like you brush your teeth you use the tool and then you use the tool and then it's like the junk comes but you don't yeah. buy it and then yeah. you brush your two, uh, teeth again and you, yeah. you go up well, and you start to see your life start to change, uh, but, but it's, it, what's neat about it is it ch actually changes exponentially. So, and it changes in ways you couldn't even have predicted. You can't even set goals for how you would like to change. You know, it's more like, it's unbelievable when you get out of the way and just use the tools. Exactly. So what would you like to actually, um, what would you actually like to see in the world just in general, but also like maybe just because could access consciousness is just a set of tools okay you don't have to give up your religion you don't have to give up your political points of view or whatever there are just a set of tools to add to your life to help you to create the life that you desire what would you like to see in the world in general and then also with the tools of access what i learned from access that every being and every person matters and what would be that in the world if everyone with their points of view thoughts they matter yeah and there is no separation between one being or another hmm. that's all awesome. there's not being and flying it's like when you see birds are flying maybe they don't fly the same but it's like yeah. they're always in gratitude to each other so it's like we're with our like we're humans mm -hmm. it's like we just be in no separation just yeah be yeah I mean, we're all sharing this beautiful planet together. It's like, you know, why aren't we all working together to actually to create greater for all? And we'll have our different points of view about certain things, but that's all they are. They're just points of view. <laughs> so, and you know, it's like for me being in the healthcare field for, I don't know, 30 something years, I don't know, maybe, yeah, 30 something years or so, you know, I would just love to, see the world not having to be governed by the pharmaceutical world. I am grateful for modern medicine when it's necessary and required. But again, that's, that's a point of view too, of when it's necessary and required. But you know, if I'm in the middle of a medical emergency, I'm glad there's modern medicine. I'm glad I live in the year 2022. Um, what I don't like seeing is our rights being taken away from us uh, because I am a healthy person, I am health conscious. I have studied anatomy and physiology and the different sciences. And so I just choose to take care of my body a little bit different than, than what we're seeing in mainstream media. And so again, it's not about right or wrong. It's just simply about choice. Um, but, you know, part of oneness, part of communion in order to have that is for us to re be able to receive one another without a point of view. And, um, that would be awesome. And I hear what you're saying. And, 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 you know, you know, what's awesome though, it's like you and I are experiencing that in little pockets, right? It's like when, when we work together, when I've, when you've hosted me a couple of times and when we've done calls together and what, um, you were on the being you, they, uh, I'm sorry, the bars, what was it? Bars, bars day or whatever we had international global bars. day. thank you. And that was such a beautiful segment, but it's like, you start to see and perceive what's actually possible, no matter how different we are, no matter where we come from and whatever parts of the world, we can actually have oneness and communion if we allowed ourselves to. And so 
and it's a gift. And actually, that really hit me when I came to Saudi Arabia, the two both times. I'm like, it's possible. I I I get. I was. It was actually palpable. You could actually like touch it and smell it and hear it and see it. Like what's possible when we have total receiving of one another, there is no separation. And I got to see that in the classes that we were doing together in Saudi. And I don't know why, why it had to be there for me, for it to be like, Oh my God. But it, that's just where it happened to have really like sink into my universe. And so yeah, so thank you for being the gift to the world. Thank you for being a gift in my life on a, you know, on a personal and a professional level. And um, how can people find you? I know you're doing a ton of classes and stuff. Like, do you have a website that people can go to and things like that? Uh, for now, they can go to my Instagram. Okay. And the website is going to be launched next week. Okay. So so what's your Instagram? Just your name? Uh, joy, uh, joy.yana. Joy.what? By Anna? Joy dot by dot Anna. Joy dot by dot Anna. Yes. Got it. Awesome. Yep. So you can check her out there. And uh, yeah, she's a rock star and, and a very good friend of mine. So thank you for being with me today. And thank you for what really what you're doing in the world and your, and your amazing strength and courage. Thank you for sweet words, Dr. Anthony. My, my, my. My dear friend, and thank you for being you, and thank you for the generosity of self that you have and spare. Oh, thank you. So thank great. you. All right, adore you. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.